Hello, and welcome to episode number 230 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. We were supposed to put this up so much sooner, record this so much sooner, but unfortunately, last week, I had COVID, so I had to isolate. I am fine. It was relatively mild. Still got some weird, I don't even know if they're post-COVID things or if they're just crappy winter-related stuffiness, but I definitely, uh, it felt like I had a cold, thank God. I was triple-vaxxed, and now I'm quadruple-inoculated. So, yeah, we talk a a little bit about that at the beginning of this episode, but then we get into all the nerdy stuff. There's two different, we had to pause briefly because we ran out of battery power, so there's going to be a little bit of a chop right near the end before we really get into talking about the finale of The Expanse. Go watch The Expanse if you haven't. It's now done. It's on Amazon Prime. You can watch the entire series. It's amazing if you like sci-fi. Nothing really to promote, honestly, all of the outdoor stuff. I started that over summer of last year, and I kept trying to get back to it, and I just never got back to it. But that being said... I am going to be getting back to that for the spring. There's going to be a lot more stuff that's going to be going up right probably midway through March, maybe the end of March. So that's really when that's going to get started up again. We, I mean, I have been really lax on this mostly because the stuff I actually do for a living, I've had to really focus on that and focus on some personal stuff I won't get into it, but there's a lot of stuff, podcast and, you know, Nerd Pro Quo related that got put on a very, very too long hiatus that I did not mean to happen, but it happened. So probably, hopefully we'll be getting back to that, uh, you know, midway through March. That's really it for the plugs. I don't really have anything else to plug or anything like that. So in the meantime, enjoy this episode, episode number 230 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends, tell your friends, tell their friends. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know at NerdProQuo on Twitter, NerdProQuo at gmail.com. And leave a review on iTunes. Really does help. It doesn't seem like a lot, but leave a comment or a thumbs up and all of that in iTunes. And uh, it really does help us out. Even though, like I said, <laughs> I've, I've yet to. I know a handful of you are listening to us. Uh, and subscribing, but I don't really know that. We would really like to hear from you, because at this point, we're pretty much doing this for funsies, for ourselves, uh, amongst ourselves, so we can talk about uh, nerdy shit. But yeah, that's about it. Enjoy this episode. Stay nerdy, y'all. Now we're now we're starting again. The boss of boss. Yeah. The boss of boss. Hey, how's it going? Happy Friday. Yeah, um... I'm all right. I mean, I was. You're alive. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's I was, I was kind of all right last week, but like, you know, had to not go out and do anything. Or and be irresponsible. Health first, my friend. Yeah, Health yeah, first. Yeah. Um, but glad that it was just like a mild yeah situation. You know, I'm glad the news are a little is a little positive with rates going down and people realizing that you know. Omicron, despite its very powerful name, yeah. <laughs> Transformers lore, is, you know, as weak as, you know, uh, Soundwave. 
Yeah. I mean, if no, I mean Bumblebee, actually. If you're vaccinated, it's it's pretty weak. We don't acknowledge people unvaccinated. Yeah. They could get Crocs. It's, well, okay, before we get into it, because we have three uh, shows that we have to discuss. Um, I We didn't record last week because I had COVID. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have any symptoms, but just the way that works, it's... Yeah. Who knows? Wait, I mean, I got a test and it was negative, and then I got another one, and, I, and it's been. Uh, so far, I'm negative, uh, but you know, it tends to. I've heard that like it tends to like linger, even after your symptoms are gone. So, I'm gonna go get another one on Monday, and we'll we'll see what happens. Good. Uh, but I feel fine. I mean, I'm I'm good now. Okay. Uh, luckily, it only lasted like a week. Uh, I'm back to where I was, which is kind of annoying, is that because of the winter, I still have, like, it's definitely not what I had when I had COVID. It's back to just the winter post-nasal drip, <laughs> which is kind of annoying. It's better than the yeah, ultimate, yeah, yeah. It, it, It's kind of a, like, I still, I, I had this thing, uh, you know, because, you know, when you actually... For, for those of you who, who haven't gotten COVID yet, um, that would be me, and I'm gonna keep on not getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dodging that motherfucker as best as I can. Yeah, it's what I will say is, you know, I got a pretty mild case, but it also is, it's kind of annoying to have like not have COVID sy- symptoms anymore, but still kind of have COVID symptoms there because it, it, but. Then having that moment where you're like, am I better? And then you're like, oh, no, I'm better. This is just. This the is after I, part, no. The, yeah. Uh, I, but also, like, because, of, you know, in the winter I get, like, a post-nasal drip and some, like, I just end up being kind of congested anyway. You're not free of the shittiness of, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, winter but, 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 uh, but the issues. Reason, the reason why I bring that up is because you get this, like, post-COVID paranoia. Where you're like, this is definitely not what I had the week I had COVID. Yeah, he made a weird noise. Uh, he yeah. may or may not have farted. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, Cooper is straight up passed out yeah. on the yoga mat. Well, but we, I respect before, that. Before you arrived, we were playing a lot. So I was throwing the ball and he was running around. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so now I have that paranoia of like every time my nose starts to run, I'm like, Am I really better? Like I've had that for like a couple of days now, and I was like, no, 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 this is this is this, this is, is what your I, winter. This state, is what I had you know. before I had COVID. Yeah, you're back to your previous shitty state. Yeah, yeah the previous kind of just <laughs> stuffy. Uh, it's not this. That was the thing. I had to like make sure that it wasn't like the same, yeah. like congestion. And I was just like, nope, this is just winter. And on a day like this, it's like even because I was outside, yeah. it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I've been lucky where, I mean, thanks to the mass, like my like seasonal colds, I haven't been hit by that, you know, so I've thanked the gods, you know, I've been I, able to I, skirt that thanks I to the legit, masks. I legitimately, I mean, I guess I got it somewhere on public transit, but you know. I was super careful, like, mask-wise and everything, too, so who knows what... Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, 
But that is we are not. Because <laughs> we have to talk about it every single time. <laughs> it's, this is the new world. It's our, you know, it's our current state of mind. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that being said, there are uh, three shows that yeah, we haven't talked about um, yet. Where, where do we want to start from? You know what? I'm the guest, so I fucking dictate the terms. Yeah. Let's talk about the Mandalorian. No, I'm sorry. Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett, yes. Um, A.K.A. Uh, season zero of the Mandalorian uh, season three, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely. I've... You mentioned this... Listen, I'm, I, 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 was, I had a high expectation of the book of Boba Fett, you know, at the end of um, season two of The Mandalorian, expecting something. And we got something else. We got something that was boring, where I was excited about delving deeper into the character. And then I realized I don't care about him. <laughs> or, I mean, I kind of wanted the badass bounty hunter, not the not the soul-searching, you know, good guy who suddenly got an epiphany from the Tusken Raiders that he needs to be bigger. I don't care about his side story. I just care about the other guy, the other Mandalorian, the real Mandalorian. Well, after this week, probably not anymore. Um, I care about Din Djarin. I This week's episode was just damn from yeah. the nods to the prequel i mean i don't give a fuck about the prequels but they did a good job just like takes taking out the good parts yeah, the, yeah. the design of well, well, the new ship it's been like it this week was great i didn't give a fuck about the first four episodes of booking of the book of boba fett but this week this was a great so, week. so what i will say i i i won't go so far as i will say the first episode was kind of boring i i didn't know what i knew it was going to be different from mandalorian uh especially because if you're going to have the guy from clone wars you know tamura uh if you're going to have him play him there's only so much that he can do physically so he's not going to be like i don't know i i, I I do agree with you that I wasn't I didn't know what I was expecting. I don't I wasn't expecting this. I don't know that I was disappointed. Uh I thought the less from a Boba Fett uh perspective and more from just other weird parts of the Star Wars universe. I actually dug the whole like uh Tusken Raider uh, side story less from the boba fett I perspective okay more from the tuscan raider when mm. you find out that like the tuscan raiders are actually the original inhabitants of tatooine mm. like i actually it's weird so what i will say is i was disappointed i've been disappointed on the boba fett you mean dune light basically yes uh but what <laughs> I, but I, but I will say that I was disappointed on the Boba Fett end, and it almost it, it was weird. It felt like for a lot of it, they've been using Boba Fett as a proxy to tell stories about the other parts of the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. Um. That being said, I. Th 
if that's what they were going to choose to do, it's a little odd that I guess their hook was Boba Fett. You I know mean, what I mean? Because it, it really feels like they were trying to... Maybe were... it's just the limitation of the actor. I'm starting to think, you know, he doesn't... He's not that compelling of, of yeah. an actor. I mean, I don't know what he's done before, but as Boba Fett, I I expected more. You yeah. know, I expected more ruthless and not someone... I mean, you expect the character as a bounty hunter to not hold back. And having everyone take pot shots at him, you know, yeah. it kind of like, you know, tarnishes his reputation as someone who is uh, dangerous. I mean, I expected him being a one-man army, not someone who needs Fennec Shan to rescue him every moment and his, like, emo biker, Vesper <laughs> biker squad. That was so weird. Uh, that I, I'm like, come and, and apparently, on. And apparently Thundercat is... Like, does droid mods? Uh, I don't know who that it. Uh, I've heard like, he's a popular guy, but I'm not he, familiar he with that. He has done. Uh, he's a, bass, a musician, a bass player, and producer who's like done a whole bunch of like. I w- I would say hip hop, but he's been, he's one of those guys who's like. He's not that famous, but he is famous amongst famous people. Because he's, like, worked with everyone. Oh. And with, like, and not just, like, like pop stars, superstar rap stars, like, jazz stuff. Like, he, he's one of those guys who's just, like, he, you know, kind of like those session musicians uh, in the 70s. He's just, like, was just, like, we need a guy who can do, do this, who's really good at this. And they're like, uh, get Thundercat. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. he's just one of those guys who's just u- ubiquitous in pop music. Oh, man. Uh, well, I'm old. It went way above my head. I, I only it was heard fun. that he was famous in, you know, after doing some, like, searches on YouTube and on uh, Google about that he's a, a popular guy. It's like, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, just like, I don't know. I just, exp- I mean, the presence of black Kashantan, the Wookiee, Black Kashantan. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted that more was cool. I wanted more. That was from cool. Him. Yeah. Uh, Fennec Shan is cool, but then, I mean, I expected him to be like a fucking one man army that but I see, saw see, from but Mandalorian. But, but that, see, but see, he's not. But because at that moment, he it was after his uh, time with the Tusken Raiders. So I don't understand what happened since he, like, separated himself from the Mandalorian. Did he become, like, a fucking pussy? I don't know. What happened? Well, well, no, what happened was he spent he's spent the past 20 years in a Sarlacc pit. That's what happened to him. That's basically what happened to him. He's spent the past 20, 30 years in the Sarlacc pit. That's what happened to Boba Fett. That's how I like I, I, I understand what you're saying, but unless they were gonna do a Boba Fett stories of him in the past, we weren't gonna get the one man army Boba Fett. Like that's not who that character. Like a character who's been in the Sarlacc pit, pit or anyone who survived being a Sarlacc pit for decades is not gonna come out. 
Is it as decades? I don't think it was decades. He was with the Tuscan Raiders for a while, but I don't think he was oh, in yeah. that well, long. I'm trying to think. That, I mean, the I like, timeline is a little weird. It's a little fuzzy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I th- believe uh, he's with the Tuscan Raiders for a long time. You he's know, with them for with a long the people. time. But I also, Hence the connection, I get it. I also think that he was in the Sarlacc pit for a consi- I think this is Digest- a... I mean, I get his skin condition, but... I mean, if it was for a long time, he wouldn't have survived. I mean, well, he would well, have been that properly digested if it was. Well, a you're while. supposedly you're digested really slowly over thousands of years, uh, according to the line in Return of the Jedi. But who oh. knows? Also, we don't know. I, I, I'm a little unclear as to how far this is post Return of the Jedi. Uh, whether it's like it's not that far right, right after or a couple I mean of years from after. what we saw from the end of uh, um, Mandalorian season two it's not that far okay. I mean it's so again, Luke maybe, is still maybe. is starting to create his schools at this moment. oh yeah so yeah okay so he wasn't in the Sarlacc pet for that long yeah. I don't know like like I said I get why you would think that. But I think they were already doing that with Mandalorian. Which is why I also think that it was smart to bring him back in this episode. And it's a Mando episode. It's it's not. I mean, it's, 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 that's it's, why I enjoy it. I mean, I mean, I like the 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 surrounding cast members, you know, the what's her name? Uh, Amy Sedaris' character. I forgot her name. Uh, I just love her. I you love know, her, her and the robots and the little drop about her dating a Jawa and how there. I just thought, I mean, it, I, I find Mandalorian, his world, both serious and funny at the same time. And yeah. I'm, it's executed well. Yeah. But what Favreau has done with Book of Boba Fett, it, nothing works. I mean, aside from fleshing out the Tusken Raiders, Nothing works. I, you know what I think it is? At all. I honestly think it was... A, I, I understand from like a drawing people in reason... This is what I was saying before. Reason why they had it be Boba Fett. I think it would have been a better show if he wasn't... And he's not the focus. So that's the, the funny thing. It's just like... I think it would have been a better show to just not have him be the focus at all. And be just go into that world, uh, you know, like the crime, the underbelly crime world. Which again, it, 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 I do agree with you. It's just like it isn't executed particularly well until that Mando episode. No. Um, because I like him as a character. I like that character fleshed out well, well acted. And I just like the the world surrounding him. I just don't care. I don't care about Fennec Shan. You yeah. know, um, Black Ashanton, I'm interested. I'd like to know more yeah. uh, about him. I hope that he survives so we, that character is able to be included in future Star yeah, Wars yeah. properties. Um, but I'm just like, his... I don't care. It's like another mob show, and I don't care about that. Yeah. I, think I don't care. I think, another one. It's it's I, just I, I, it's it's the Sopranos but see, <laughs> in but space. But, but that's mm. see, but that's the vibe. That's exactly the vibe they were going for, though. So that's the thing. Like I I guess I agree. It hasn't been executed particularly well. 
Um, there's been some. I mean, for me, there's been some really interesting things in there. But like I said, you know, not not to send a sound like a, you know, repeating record like a broken record. But I think that the problem in the show, sadly, is Boba Fett. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Uh, that being said, Episode. from beginning to end, that previous that last episode oh, is wow. fucking oh. fantastic and kudos to bryce dallas howard like <laughs> well i mean i've saw online people just like hate on her i mean the episodes that she's done she had to do them in that way you know yeah. i guess you know um but i think she's fully capable of being a great director um and this was i mean it's just like more of the more of mando more of his world the better um and just having them like connect more of the clone wars yeah. history to current time with the fact that the year the 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 war of the thousand tears yeah. the attack of the of the empire um and just like the significance of yeah. the dark saber you know that was just simply amazing and just like her just like shitting on Bo-Katan, <laughs> you know, cautionary tale, yeah, yeah. you know, don't think that you deserve it just because it's your blood, you know, you've got to earn that shit as a Mandalorian through combat, you know, you're not supposed to be given that, um, yeah, just like the opening start, having the remainder of the, uh, the Mandalorian, uh, Death Watch squad, which they've established, uh, clearly, um, that was, it's just like, great. I mean, also, that, that opening sequence is i mean you knew it was you knew mando was coming back in the previous episode just because they played the yeah. music at the end of the episode and you were just like oh and okay. then needing help you know that yeah. was a yeah. huge foreshadow but what i just didn't understand is i mean moff getting is skilled but he's more of a tactician how the fuck did he wield the dark saber as easily and then mando can't uh, it has to do with. I think it has to do with. Uh, There's no mystical properties to it. I think it. it's. It's. Uh, I. They imply that maybe there are, but I think it has to do with will. Uh, that was the impression that I got. It's kind of like a Green Lantern ring. It's yeah, but like, the, nothing has been attributed. I mean, I get the lightsaber reflects the. Um, the character of the person, you know, sure. especially if you're on the dark side, but it does not have any other qualities to that, though. And whip it up, you know, you have to exude maximum will. Yeah, uh, that was a little to weird. wield it. That was, a, that was a little weird. It did have where Moff Gideon never needed will. I mean, he's a badass, you know, Giancarlo Esposito. You don't fuck with him. Yeah, but I mean. It's not like he had special training to utilize sure. the dark saber. I I don't know. I I yeah that that part was a little confusing. Um, that being said, that whole just all of the I mean, I wanted to get into the fact that like that whole opening sequence is right out of like it's a very Star Wars toned down version of it. But it's, I, that was it's, that show was dark. That was, right, it, it, it was, that was, was not right Disney. That was not Disney. Well, no, here's what I'll say. It was a, it. What it felt a lot like, uh, a very toned down Star Wars version of the uh, the butcher station fight in the Night Comes for Us. 
which I don't. I have no idea if they have. I remember watching that movie. Um, with the uh, guys from, um, from the raid, yeah. yeah, that movie's insane. Yes, uh, um, and the fight sequence in the butcher thing is particularly insane. I don't recall that. Okay, I have to rewatch that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy, but it was very much. It felt like a from the pacing, the fighting, like everything about that felt uh, weirdly like something done by the guys from the raid i mean obviously like i said it's it's you know it's still disney it's still star wars so you're not but what surprised me is that you see people get cut into pieces yeah you know and i didn't expect to see that i mean when you do it with aliens you don't you don't have as much i get it with robots i don't you don't see that much with aliens aside from darth maul yeah um or like clear clear villains i don't that was it was dark for me, yeah, and I yeah. did not see that coming. Yeah. I yeah. did not see that coming, and that's and that's another thing of why I like this episode versus. I mean, granted, they had to save the money for yeah, yeah. this. All of the money for this Boba book of Boba Fett went into this episode. <laughs> maybe the the next few episodes, sure. But the action, it's just like a good mix of action, dialogue, uh, exposition. Um, I book of Boba Fett just had nothing you know um but going back to this the action was just amazing and i was just so glad that he was able to reconnect with the remainder of the mandalorians from um the, the armorer yeah and and vizsla and, then, and, and seeing and, and, and vizsla's then, like finally finally the uh, blade is coming back and then mando didn't want to give it back though well well there's t- well two things is also he's in the way, he's basically not a Mandalorian anymore until he goes. And well, does this that's going to be the whole premise. I'm I'm assuming for season three. I'm assuming too. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, before that happened, can we talk about the little armor that's going to be made? That that was made for Grogu, and that little knapsack that looked like Grogu's head. I didn't... I somehow missed that. I it knew they were lo- building it, but I didn't, I didn't... No, no, I mean, you just... I mean, they put the, the armor in the little bag, but the bag itself kind of like had a tiny little head, but big giant ears mimicking oh, okay. Grogu. I was just like, oh, that's just fucking adorable. Yeah. Um, and someone with daddy issues, I just love his love <laughs> for his baby boy. You know, coming back uh, to find him, it's like, oh, man, I I just feel that love. Um, But, yeah, just like, I mean, it's harsh, but I know he's going to be a Mandalorian again. You know, it's, 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 I mean, it's shocking uh, that he he wasn't going to tell a lie, but I guess he can't. Yeah. yeah. You know, but obviously there's going to be a loophole for him to, like, you know, redeem himself before the eyes of the other Mandalorians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next couple episodes. I, I, I I'm excited about yeah, the next I, couple I, episodes. I am too. I, I like I said, I won't say that I because I wa- I don't know what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting this, but I don't know that I've I've been as disappointed as maybe you have been by Book of Boba Fett. I I, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's been boring. Um I mean, I I don't hate it like other pro- on like other properties, but um, it's just like I had high expectations, yeah, and sure, sure. it just never lived up to them, you sure, know. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and and 
as you said, this this week, this past week, is a sh- clear contrast yeah. to the flaws of the Book of Boba Fett. You get rid of him, I'm immediately entranced by what's going on in this world. Um, uh, we'll see. I mean, I, and more Mando is always a good thing. Always a good thing, yeah. So, uh, let's move. Well, to, no, no, no. What? You want to... The ship, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The ship. I... So, the my one criticism is I, I think the building it went on a little bit too long. Uh, that being said, oh, it was cool. <laughs> it was so cool. I did. This scene at with first, I thought it was like one of those like pod racer. I was I like, did too. I thought I was it was like, a pod like what the fuck is what, she why, doing? Why, why are you giving them a pod racer? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then damn. Uh, but I just like doesn't he live in a ship? That's why. I was... That's the other thing I was a little confused about. I was just like, where is he gonna put the bounties and stuff yeah There's no place to put anything in that unless shit. he's gonna be now that he has a blade he's gonna start chopping motherfuckers in pieces i mean i don't i yeah he's not gonna be able to <laughs> unless there's a compartment that he is able to store people sure it yeah, won't be yeah. comfortable but you know that, that, that was my yeah that you'll was be bringing my, them cold my, well, that was my one big thing about like it was like okay the ship is cool but the bounty hunter he needs a place to and sleep and do things you know um but i have to admit that ship was that looks good you know not as big as a x-wing but it's just like nice sleek and you know it's good to see that a design from the prequels is making and and also and also they had him fly through beggars canyon canyon which is the the pod race yeah canyon which i was just like okay okay he flies actually through the like yeah it's it was it was cute i mean look i you know we all know how we both feel we all feel about the prequels but like if you're gonna if you were gonna make a reference to it it's it's i, I mean those those ships kind of look good yeah. i mean i'm not gonna hit on that those ships the ship designs look great the battle sequences in space the space combat was great um it's just everything else the story i didn't care about i i also i i both in Mando and also in this episode, I kind of dig the, just the 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 X wing pilots as just like beat cops. <laughs> it's just the so- guy from Kim Kim's Convenience. I'm I'm just glad to see okay. him. Uh, I, I just did, love I, seeing him uh, there, and that I mean that's a good way to test out the speed of a ship, man. Sure. Uh, so yeah, it was yeah. That this whole episode was cool. Um, Season three, episode one of Mando was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was exciting. Um, I don't know. I just hope the next like episode or two are good. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, they've scaled back on the the budget for like this episode. I'm assuming there's more to come. Yeah, you know? let's hope. And it, there's going to be a big battle taking place so i can't wait to see yeah what's and, gonna and also like just generally speaking it hit i you know favreau and feloni just i've grown to you know however you might feel about the rest of this season it still feels for me you know like i said however you might feel it's boring it still feels better than hawkeye or Actually, I yeah, would, say I would have to admit that. I, okay, I would admit that it does feel a lot better. I, I, I think it's just because you know they 
it, it, I think a lot of it has to do with who's in charge. It's the same handful of people. It's still like Favreau and Filoni are essentially guiding everything. I think to a large extent, it's Filoni pulling from himself from a lot of stuff that he... He's got good ideas, man. It will, he, and, and, it, and, and his source material is stuff... That makes sense. He came up with. Yeah. Based, well, not stuff he came up with, but like stuff he nurtured during Clone Wars. And so he had time to nurture that yeah, yeah, yeah. and flesh it out and to now fully bring it into live action world. And I also feel like the Star Wars universe now, at least on the shows, uh, feels like they're, they're not beholden to a formula. Well, that's the good thing because what I appreciate about the Mandalorian and what they're doing with, I guess, Book of Boba Fett is expanding on everything else. Yeah, that's yeah. not Jedi. I, I'm i sorry, but I hate a lot of Jedi things. Yeah. You know, I don't care about them. I've seen them to death in the movies. I've seen them just wasted away. However, what they're doing with the fleshing out the entire universe, that I'm getting behind. Yeah. No, that's why I loved Clone Wars. Someone who didn't give a damn about uh, Star Wars have seen like characters, cultures flesh out, Mm -hmm. um, politics between species. It actually feels like a world. Yes. It feels like a universe now. Yeah. You know, which is which is something that you know. Because you know the universe, the it's, just, it's he's Star Trekified, yeah. Star yeah, Wars. I was gonna say that it was. De- I mean, that's definitely what it is. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess that's. I guess we're good on Book of Boba Fett. All right. Uh, let's let's talk about Peacemaker. Uh, it's oh god, I've I've been loving this show. <laughs> I have not seen th- this week's episode. Oh, okay. Tomorrow I'm gonna watch it. Okay, but oh god. Uh, I just want to say James Gunn deserves all the money in the world. He he deserves so, so, all so I will, the I money will, I in will, the world. I will say uh, I agree with the uh, with the the addendum that apparently he is a mess to work with. Like, like you know what? Listen, he may be a mess, but I'm I'm not talking about him personally. Yeah, you know, the, I don't know him. I'm not saying he's an angel. No one is. Oh, ever I don't gonna, even mean that. So I I'm am. So, I am talking about. What do you mean, mess? Uh so apparently, uh, both can be kind of a mess and a dick on set, but also apparently, so Dan is friends with someone who worked on the suicide squad. Yeah. And apparently he's just like all over it's it's not that he's like not funny or do, it, it it's not even so far as like that he doesn't know what he's doing, but it often seems like he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I think it I think it helped. I think it he surrounds himself one of the things I think he's good at is he probably surrounds himself with people who are better at doing stuff well, than he is. And he lets them do the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lesson that uh, George Lucas should learn. Yeah. You know? But the point is, 
whatever the, he has the pedigree to allow other people's ideas yeah. to rate to rise up and help um propel the product and what you saw from you know i loved the suicide squad yeah which is great and to be honest i did not think peacemaker would have worked i wouldn't have either I, and then this is a fucking revelation where just like the stupid shit that him and his uh his, the people he surrounds himself with making this show how did they get away with this i have no <laughs> fucking idea but the fact that they did it and Warner Brothers did not put any barriers to anything. I mean, it's Peacemaker. It's not like one of the well, well, prime know, characters, so they're free to do anything. I think I think that's a lot of that has to do with with two things. Is it's number one, it's HBO Max. Number two, it's it's, HBO, it's, yeah. it's C and D level characters, and number three, it's a TV show, which uh, you still haven't watched it yet, but but. Doom Patrol oh, okay. is batshit insane. It's the same like level of like, I, I, I mean, Doom Patrol definitely has much more serious moments uh, than this show does. But I will say, from like a vibe and like them doing stupid, crazy shit, like, yeah, you need to, you really need to get on Doom Patrol. <laughs> okay. Uh, because. Like, but for I bring that up because for I think they both succeed for the same reason. It's just they're D list characters. They're left alone. It's R rated, so they can basically they have the freedom to do whatever the hell they want, be as crazy and silly and stupid as they want. I mean, fucking Doom Patrol had wear butts, which I I won't get into. I won't get into. But when you get to that, you're gonna okay. be like. Wow, but Doom Patrol does not have the opening sequence. No, it does not. That and I'm like, I keep watching that shit over <laughs> and over and I, over. No, I will learn the dance like I learned the Napoleon Dynamite dance. Sure, and I will do that shit. And it I, just gives me the warm and fuzzies just seeing I, bad people dance so so terribly. Oh my goodness! I think my favorite part because i i didn't the first handful of times i have been recently skipping the intro but even when you skip how the, dare you even when you skip the you intro the intro it. you still get the last 10 seconds with the eagle which with is eagly? just the eagly <laughs> yeah yeah which might be my favorite part of the entire dance is just uh i mean damn it uh like the cast yeah is just phenomenal you know, it's like what I like about it is that there's like, despite all the stupidity and the nonsense, like especially last week's episode, the previous week's episode, where they just like inject some mode of seriousness yeah. about like consequences of like being in an abusive, you know, relationship with your family, you know, um, racism. Yeah. You know, it's like they take that shit seriously and then on a dime go into normal silly mode i just love that and the cast the cast yeah. is just for no i mean i didn't think i would care about the guy who played vigilante yeah oh my gosh the prison scene yeah i have rewatched that scene 
God knows, like twenty times, <laughs> just the just the <laughs> insult that he hurls at their way, and the fight scene yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, I'm like, damn. What? Well, I think it's because oh. you're expecting. What I like about that is, I think you you're expecting that he's just a dude in a suit, uh, who's just crazy, uh, and then you realize, oh, he is actually kind of a bad. <laughs> And crazy. <laughs> and crazy. Yeah. But also, like, apparently he's just, uh, I mean, it's weird. In the comic books, there's like five or, there's like four or five people who've been vigilante in the comic books. One of them is actually the guy who was the main, uh, who was Prometheus. It's the same guy, but playing wildly different characters. So it's Adrian Chase in this and mm. he's vigilante and peacemaker he's prometheus and arrow it's the same character i see okay v- wildly different takes on the same ter- character okay. but it's the same it's the same guy okay. uh which is very which is makes it almost more entertaining for me yeah freddie stroma is is fucking great as uh, uh that whole like that whole cast uh, what's the guy's name uh Economos. Oh. Steve Agee. Oh, gosh. I he love is. Steve Agee just generally. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just like he is, he just gets yelled at by everyone. Yeah. Oh, man. I just. He's just so amazing. He's just... Uh, and just some of the. Th- like, I love. I'm a huge. I mean, it's one of the reasons why some of the animated stuff. Uh, they do it in Young Justice. Have you watched the most recent season of Young Not Justice? Not fully. It's it's Not fully. Eh, uh in my opinion. There's parts of it that are great and there's parts of it that are it's it's weirdly a little bit like Bo- Book of Boba Fett. It's 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 a little too all over the place. Okay. I, I wish they had just focused on one thing. Um But what I mean is like uh Justice League Unlimited did this did a similar thing where it's just like just Putting the shine on like just C and D list character. I uh, DC, Marvel to a certain extent too. But I I I, I for some reason the DC like D list characters I love more. Like fucking Judo Master, is just such a hysterical. Both he's a ridiculous character because there's just there's no way you can make him cool. And. But making him as a very short yes. person, yeah, yeah, yeah. kicking everyone's tiny, ass. tiny person. <laughs> oh my. That that was the that see that's the part that makes that <laughs> that was brilliant as like an adaptation is to make him that tiny. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <gasps> Judo master. I'm like, no, this guy is not a fucking badass, and then he really is. Oh man, oh man. But that's what I love about that. It's just like it's the bait and switches. Also, I mean, can we just take a moment that? So, one of the things that I, I I've often said about like what makes comedy work, you know, what makes really you know no matter how ridiculous it is. Is that if you just commit to the ridiculousness as if you play it straight, essentially. And John Cena is... What makes him so funny is that he plays... He he does 100% 
on everything. <laughs> Or like a hundred and ten percent. I mean, but he's it's not- so. But it's it's play. That's the weird part. Like, yes, it's ridiculous, but he's playing it so straight that even when he says really the really ridiculous stuff, it's still funny. He's got great delivery. Yeah, you know the. I think with him, it's just like yeah, as you said, he sells it. The delivery is intentional, and you feel like he's really serious about it. At and and I just love that about him. Oops, sorry, that is. Um, is that for me to kick? You're gonna kick me out now? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> um, I just keep an eye on it time and he'll be fine for and i know he's not a great actor but it feels that james gunn has done a great job you know in terms like providing him with material that he can handle well it's you know nothing overly dramatic i mean even the moments where he realizes that he's a fraud you you feel that you know in in not in an overly dramatic way but it's like in a limited way because he is emotionally stunted you know that he realized oh shit he's very remorseful of the terrible things that he's done i mean he's down to kill people but he's down to kill the right people as opposed to the wrong people like rick flag yeah you know um, I appre- I also appreciate that like he genuine like that they treat that like he genuinely feels bad about that. Yeah. Like that he he killed a an actually good person. Like there I think that's one of the, the like the cuz they keep coming back to it. Uh which I think is it gives him like an emotional core and also makes him not a bastard even though he's kind of an yeah. asshole. Uh, yeah, and also just like the the um, you know, Harcourt is great. She's a fucking badass. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, auto autonomous. No, the 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 woman, the black woman. Oh, Leota or um, her daughter. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um. I don't know why. Uh, for some reason, I'm I have the name, but it's I'm like and it's wrong in my head. She's fucking great. Yeah, um, I mean, I loved her in Orange and the New is the New Black. Is that where she? Okay, that's yes, why she that's looks vaguely. That's where familiar. I remember her from. Uh, but she's great. I love how you know she is. Uh, wow, Amanda Waller's daughter. Yeah. Which I think gives that interest, and she's got a little bit of her mom in her, you she know, really, especially yeah, yeah. the previous week's episodes where she tries to manipulate vigilante. It was like, you know, she that's you know, did she do that on purpose or there, is that unconscious? Been, I mean, not without spoiling anything. Uh, so she has um, Amanda Wall. What she had, and I believe this is what Amanda Waller was talking about. That like she has a special skill set is she's really good at manipulating people. Like, but she has a conscience, which is why she's not, she doesn't do it. I think, like, she's actually, like, and you can see it, like, you see it in that episode. And you see a little bit of it in some of the other episodes. You see it in this most recent episode, too. It's just like, oh, she... she knows she knows how to do this and she doesn't feel good about it. Oh, okay. And she also knows that she's like like cre- like absurdly good at it. Like she just knows how to do it. Uh yeah, and yeah, it's 
but I also just just like yeah, I like I want to I almost want to know it was like man Waller has a daughter how did that happen how is this uh, yeah there's there's a whole i mean she's capable of having a family i, I mean i mean she's a little fucked up and i'm sure i'm surprised that the daughter is a little more well-rounded you yeah, know yeah, 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 as yeah. she is i'm surprised um, she's as well adjusted as he is what i you know uh and Murno, not the, the guy is the head of the yeah end. i can't wait to see what happens in this episode in this week's episode yeah, uh yeah. Uh, does he do anything? Well, well, I guess I'll find out. But, but I also also another character that I'm just like I don't I didn't. He's one of the only characters I didn't look up. Uh, if I who I didn't already know to Red see, Dragon to see it. No, or White Dragon. No, 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 no. The the not his dad. The the guy who's leading the group. Mern, no. Mern. Yeah. Uh, to see if he has like a history in the DC universe. Also, like, look. Uh, he's playing a horrible person and a horrible villain but i love me some robert patrick <laughs> i mean <laughs> like, i didn't think i i mean aside from terminator i don't remember and some of episodes of the x-files i really never cared that much about him as an actor but he does a really good asshole he, well, so what he's good, he does a great what yeah, asshole what he's good at uh and he had some really good moments in the la- you know, the tail end of the X Files. Mm-hmm. He's a really good like in stuff like this, uh, where you just like he's a he's a really good character actor. Is what I, is what I was gonna say. It's just like, and yeah, he's he's really good at like playing assholes, but he's he's really good at just playing like someone who who. Like I said, a character. It's like you want a specific thing. He's mm. another one of those guys. It's just like you, you know, he's not a leading man. He's not a movie star. You hire him to do a specific thing, and he'll be really good at doing that specific thing. And in this case, it's playing a racist asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh God, what a what a fucking bastard! But like, um, but I mean, he works in the show, um, and yeah, this has been the best thing to happen. I mean, it, this just legitimizes my free HBO Max. You know, it does. Like, this is just amazing. And uh, it's, I mean, Warner Brothers and the DCEU, whatever, uh, has ha- had a many flops. Yeah. You know, some successes, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's all bad, but to have something that is just like, over the top. They've amazing. done profoundly better with their television than they have done with their movies. Just generally speaking. Uh, but no one's going to go out of their way to watch the television. People are going out of the way to watch this. Yeah. Which is just a surprise. Well, well, you I, know, because it's just so well executed. Well, well no. What I will say is uh, the shows have all developed their own very devoted doom patrol has a it's not huge but it has a very devoted fan base once you god damn it you need to get on doom patrol because it's yeah once you start watching that show you will you will get it it is like i said it is both profoundly funny and profoundly depressing many times in the same episode <laughs> yeah it's it's great and like i said for a similar reason it's just these crazy characters but the thing is, I mean, 
were Doom Patrol, despite being good, is not reaching the level of success and uh, it also doesn't didn't have social a, consciousness as it, it also didn't have a peacemaker. Is. It didn't have a a giant movie tie-in. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Uh, but but what I what I was saying is generally speaking about their television shows is like look the Arrowverse was no was and is no slouch in the you know granted it's on network but like but there are huge I'm slouch. sorry these four episodes are better than any episodes of Arrow Oh yeah sure I mean just like I'm granted the budget is a lot bigger but this is just like in terms of like a succession of like supremely great episodes nothing from flash or arrow yeah or no 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 I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not i'm not saying that uh either what i'm saying is as far as just general execution of things their shows have been much yeah. better than any of their, and I'm gonna include recently their animated stuff is not has been kind of hit or miss lately too, and a lot of that has to do with just the fact that it's just like it's animated. Why are you making changes that don't need to be made? I understand when you do it when it's a live action adaptation. I understand that. I get it. Live action adaptations. I even get to a certain extent that an animated movie is has certain different needs but there is some major stuff that they've changed in like the last especially the batman stuff like i you probably you haven't watched long halloween yet have no. you yeah long halloween is i saw injustice not bad injustice but injustice is not was not a great comic it's a great video game but it's a great fight video game no i love the game yeah the game is great uh, yeah. but it's not like the game has a great storyline behind it. I mean, I read the, I've read the the comic, the graphic novel, and it's, it's all right. Uh, yeah, the, the movie was okay. Yeah, Long Halloween. God, stuff you haven't watched. So Long Halloween, I would say watch it. Uh, yeah, I'm the, definitely gonna check it out. It's the on la- my queue. The last ten minutes of the second part, if you enjoyed the book are going to piss you off. Uh similar to Hush, which I yeah. I watched part uh similar to Killing Joke. It's just it was one of those things just like you made a hard in the case of Long Halloween is like you made a they made a decision to really drastically simplify some stuff that didn't need simplifying and like throw in some other stuff that was really unnecessary. It was just like why are you changing this to make it fit in with like New Fifty Two? It doesn't. It doesn't need to do any. You don't need to do any of that. It's. It's all. Yeah. It was. It's all completely unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, even Young Justice is like this season has been okay. But generally speaking, Young Justice has been well. Fantastic. I mean, the like, in terms of their live action properties. I yeah. mean, It seems like they're in the right direction. Where I mean, I have to say. I mean, I like a lot of the MCU shows. This is this outclasses everything. Way more entertaining, you know. Yeah, um, Yeah, I agree. Than anything that Marvel has done TV wise, and I just hope that this is the trend will continue with the Batman um, that will come out. And I know for a fact that DC is making a TV show based on the Batman world. So 
I hope that I'm, it's I'm, it's going to be in, of good quality I'm and taste. I'm hoping the as Batman this. is great. I'm hoping, even though it's been postponed now for a while, probably won't come out till next year. Although who knows? I hope the Green Lantern show is good. Uh, it's. I think that's going to be really. I don't know. That's going to be really difficult to pull off as Green a show. Green I don't mind it as an animated series, and it should be an animated series. Yeah. I just, just don't see so, how you can pull so, this there's off. There's so much money you got to put into it. That's yeah. the thing. I don't think so much money in the CG that I don't know. Are you gonna have it like mask the fact that there's no story at all? The I don't know. I, like I, I, I'm way, very worried about. I'm very Green well, Lantern. What I'm worried about that is that there's so it's so it's so effects heavy. Uh, to do as a show just because that character is so effects heavy like even more so they've had like uh, apparently and it's not been bad but like apparently what is it the, the new like superman show the cw show is apparently lois uh, superman and lois or something like that yeah apparently it's great uh, I watched the first like two episodes and I was just like, I, I, I don't think it's great, but it's definitely, it's, it's another one of those things where it was like, wow, they went a really interesting direction. With Smallville this. killed me. Uh, it's too soon for me after all these years. I, I don't know. I for get me, it. I it's get too, it. I get still it. too soon because I had such a huge love for Smallville and then yeah. it just, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I did for the first like two seasons of Smallville and then they they should have known when to end. <laughs> they didn't know when to end because it, it was so successful yeah. that it just like it was just like wait, we're six seasons in and he still hasn't left Smallville yet. He's he's out of college for fuck's sake. There's a dude who's turning. There's a guy in the town who's turning into Doomsday. Like what the fuck is happening right now? Uh, where is he going? We're just gonna keep an eye on him and okay, he's going in there. He should be okay. Okay. Uh, I set um, the alarm just to. Uh, but um, yeah. I mean, this is Peacemaker is a fucking win for. Yeah. I mean, granted, everyone wins, but as a DC fanboy, I appreciate Marvel movies and TV shows, but I've kind of wanted more wins. Yeah. You know, in our camp and look, look, look this is finally i mean it's granted it's not gonna it's not gonna home run where you're it's automatically better than anything yeah. disney slash marvel has done you know ever but it's like it's step in the right direction and as a dc fanboy i just want more of that you know so so here's what i'll here's what i'll say is uh i definitely lean I'm definitely a Marvel fanboy, but I think that has more to do with the fact that some of my favorite characters happen to be Marvel characters. Uh, I want, I want, just as a fan of comic books in general, I want DC to succeed as well and to do good stuff. And, like, they, you know, collectively, DC has, I think, done a lot of good stuff. Warner Brothers. It's just they 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 haven't been able to string to string together a universe like well, Marvel I mean, has. It's, I mean, I mean, once again, it's not their. I mean, yes, it's their fault, but they just like 
they put their eggs all in the Snyder basket. You know? Yeah, and yeah. that's what held them back. I mean, Snyder may, as you said, appreciates the characters, but he appreciated the wrong things about these yeah. characters, and he didn't execute the plan well. Now the hope is, you know, with a string of movies along and TV shows, like improve, you know, the reputation. Yeah. Of DC characters well, in, mo- in, I mean, in media. I mean, we, like Hopefully I said, that we, will we help said propel this them. to death. But what they. So they made, an, they made a mistake with Zack Snyder. Uh, I think that the, they were betting that Zack Snyder could be their Kevin Feige. And he just isn't. Uh, they need a Kevin Feige. Uh, they like they need and and what I think it is is they don't like you know Disney, Marvel is is Disney but it's a separate arm of Disney, essentially. DC is always like Warner Brothers doesn't have a dedicated DC arm. But I the, think that's that. What but they, I think it's just a difference in philosophy. I mean. Yeah. Remember, remember, you know, Marvel had to have this work out before sure. Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Warner Brothers is a company that just views, I mean, they want to make money, obviously, but sure. I think their approach is a little different, you yeah, know, yeah. where it's like, yes, we would like to have a connected universe, but I mean, they want let, a connected our, universe. let directors make their they, shit. They also want a connected universe purely for financial reasons. Like that's that's like let's be real. That's why they want a connected universe. They want the money that a connected universe would provide. Well, I uh, mean, if they did want that, then why do the Batman? Because they because they messed and up and they're gonna they're, and they're restarting. And how because do you restart they, well, no, a new they, trilogy or th- potentially a new? Because everything that Warner Brothers does with DC the movies is throwing randomly throwing darts at a board that's really what like like i said there's no no i wouldn't say that i mean uh jenkins was not a dart at a board i mean she's been passionate about that character uh justin lynn uh was not uh what i mean it's like they tried different characters aside from the trinity you know and they Oh, it's always been Batman and Superman, Batman and Superman, but other characters deserve their shine. And to be fair, anything, the movies that Zack Snyder hasn't done hasn't been bad. You know, they haven't been bad. It's just the fact that they, organizationally, Marvel was ahead, you know? And to be honest, Marvel did something that Hollywood never thought would have ever worked out. So obviously it makes sense for it's, Warner Brothers and, and, to and, and, do their own thing. Let this artist, let this director, visionary do their interpretation of this also, character it's, it's, and it's, see what goes. It's an anomaly. And as we discussed in the last episode, Marvel's formula might be, you know, might be straining. It seems to be straining a little bit. So I mean, we'll see what happens. It's. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it strains to the fact that we, when you start pulling in obscure characters yeah we won't care about them but also it's just like just like i think they're gonna get to a point where they're gonna have to learn 
that the formula isn't working yet. They because it's still making them money. They're not. They haven't learned that. Well, yet. they need a string of eternals. Yeah. Which, you know, by the way, which, by, by the way, I rewatched on, uh, on Disney Plus. It on second viewing, it still has the same problems, but it holds up better. I rewatched it. I still don't care. It's the characters. I get. I get. I don't it. Like I get the it. Characters. I get it. I don't like. I mean, the only reason why I care are for two things. How does it set up Fantastic Four? How does it set up X Men? That's sure. all I care about because I. Marvel, from my vantage point, has been a publishing company full of C and D listers. Aside from Spider-Man and anything X-Men related. Well, and I only care about the X-Men. Well, well, here's Marvel got me because of the X-Men. I didn't care about anything else. Here's the funny thing: Spider-Man is their A-list character. The X-Men are a A A-list group constructed of C-list character, <laughs> essentially. I mean, to be... But the brand... With the growing up, with growing up, the... I mean, yeah, Wolverine was one of the top characters, but the world of yeah, yeah. X-Men yeah. was money-making. Yeah. You know, Avengers... No one gave a shit about the Avengers sure, sure. until the movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so I feel that for me, I mean, the formula will work once they start introducing characters people care about. Yeah. No, I, and it's not uh, obscure well, shit. You know, it's why Spider-Man No Way Home was such a fucking great movie. Surprisingly. Um, uh, yeah. I, sidebar, I, I still have my subscription to Marvel Unlimited. I... M- Mostly have been reading. I haven't been reading a lot of the recent stuff, just because I don't. I don't really care about most of the recent X-Men? Marvel stuff, oh. except for the X Men. I've been reading all of the X Men books, just because uh, a lot of different writers. But I, it's still what Hickman established, and I think he's still like maybe an editor on all those. It's still holding together really and they're, really well. And they're really doing weird shit. You know, and that's what I like about the X Men. You know, it's in my face. You want me to like yes. fucking deep through this shit, man? Yeah, Come no, on! But, but you keep letting it sink down. <laughs> um, and, and then, and then I, and then I have to consider what I re, what I replayed. Is was like, oh, do I have to turn up the volume at that point? Um, but but yeah. yeah, just like um, these, yeah, just like I haven't. Aside from the initial. Uh, Hickman X Men run. I have not read a lot of the new well, shit, well, but I've I've heard um, shit goes down. Well, you here, know, here's what I'll say: is Krakoa. What what Hickman did was change by doing what he did with the X Men was he changed the entire landscape of how the Marvel universe works and how. And the status and like mutants are, they're still hated and you know feared and whatever. But they are no longer in a th- like they are in a they're not victims anymore. Yeah, they are they're in empowered. a super. They're now hated and feared because they are a force to be fucking reckoned with. And there's all kinds of stuff that they had been addressing in the books about what happens when you create your own world for your people, you know. The good parts and the bad and the stuff is like, okay, 
we don't have to live by a human rule. A lot, a lot of the really interesting stuff, aside from like the fantasy stuff and like some of the like X of Swords was a crazy crossover that had like magic and shit. Uh, like everything they they basically took like all the stuff about Krakoa and and like the X Men and like I said, it really reset. I mean, Marvel in the Marvel matters universe. when X Men matters. Yeah, you know, at least to me, where. Um, I mean, w- during the dark days where the X Men were just so fucking convoluted yeah, yeah. and just messy, I didn't. They're, I didn't care. They're still convoluted and messy. No, no, but I think he, Hickman cleaned that shit up. Well, here's the thing: he cleaned it's, that it, shit up. It's it's where you can you there's a easy early starting point that you can follow, and everything else in the past from the two thousands and the late 90s are you don't need that shit you know well here's what i'll say it's still convoluted and messy but the convoluted and messy i what makes me think that i think hickman is still editing a lot and they have a really good editor for all the x books is there are parts where like in the middle of the comic book they'll have like a, a a page of prose or like a page that it's like here's a memo from an an industry or something like that and what that does when that breaks the story up like that is it goes, here's all this, we're going to take all of the, and it's a brilliant thing that Hickman started when he was on the book, is here's all this messy, convoluted stuff. Here's two pages that just has like a chart and a breakdown so that it's all, it's all there. Like you don't, like... What I found in in a bunch of the in the books is like periodically, when you get lost, when it seems like you're getting lost, it seems almost strategically they will put in one of those pages where it's just like here's the breakdown of (laughs) where everything is, where everyone is. Like (laughs) it's simplified, you know. It's complicated, but it's it's, you're not going to get lost in the x-men lore and that's what i appreciate that about his run and x-men moving forward and i find that obviously whatever marvel does or the mcu does moving forward with movies they're not going to start out with what hickman is doing no no, no, there's no (laughs) No. way they could fucking do that but i mean you're just making x-men exciting again they're they're, although they're 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 relevant what what i was going to say is one of the really interesting things that they've done in the X-Men books that I was going to bring up is, you know, there's a joke in Deadpool that like, oh, it's that tired metaphor for racism and intolerance. And so like what they've done really interesting in the, and I don't know, like racially the makeup of the writers, but one of the really interesting things they've done is they go in, okay, we don't, since we have our own nation and we have our own, we're like a superpower base in the universe now. And we're all, we're all saying we're not going to be living by human rules and human social norms. And it's just like, when you decide all that, what happens to stuff like race and, uh, and sexuality and, you know, gender identity and all of that and it's just like because you're when you bring all of the mutants together it doesn't mean that like the all the mutants come from the same part of the country or the same mm-hmm. part of the world and it's like there's some of the really interesting stuff is them kind of 
grappling of like, okay, we've said we don't want to live by human standards anymore. What does that really mean? And what are the complicate like, like with it, not as much with race because it deals less with race just because mutants have always kind of been, but, but it's, but it is kind of like, you know, they have kind of addressed it's just like okay well then what happens does race does ethnic background does none of that matter anymore now that we all have our own nation you know do our families no longer matter you know like do our if we were raised in a religion and we're like like there's some interesting stuff with like nightcrawler and and wolfsbane because they're like deeper like what happens to all of that? Because <laughs> all of that is human-based, quote-unquote. It's just like, what happens when you live in a world where that doesn't... Does that still matter to anyone? Yeah, and yeah. it's... Yeah, X-Men books have been really fucking interesting. I mean, I mean... That's... I mean, that's... I mean, as I said, that's what Marvel has always it's, been. It's the X-Men only, and it, Spider-Man. It's the only... You know? mo- I mean, I'm not, I'm not even reading, like, the most recent... I'm reading old Spider-Mans because some of those arcs, I think, are interesting. Uh, and some of the writers were interesting. I haven't... But none of the other modern Marvel... I don't care about any of it. I mean, because <laughs> all of the modern shit is to propel the movies. Or yeah. they're, they're all tie-ins. Yeah. You know, and the only thing that is free of any Hollywood taint is, I guess, Spider-Man and what Hickman is doing with the X-Men. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's what I appreciate about, you know, these characters so far. So, so that was a kind of a tangent, but we have to, now that it's over, we have to talk about The Expanse. Uh, um, how do we feel about this season? How do we feel I about it. the show? I, mean, I liked it because... After the last few seasons of the family members being split and coming in at um, opportune times to like save the day and shit like that, um, this is the first season in a while where everyone is together. Yeah. You know, and as a family unit, you saw tensions, you know, rise because, you know, it's we have new family members yeah that were not expected you know people are overworked because of the circumstances that people are dealing with because of anaros uh creating havoc in the system um and just seeing the evolution of everyone coming together you know was it a short season yes but i enjoyed it because one it was a f- fucking better ending than Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, two, which is not saying much, but I really appreciate just like a wrapping up they this re- tale. I, I will say two things generally speaking. And they did it well. <clears throat> For such a short season, I was surprised by how much they were able to do and do successfully. Uh how much they were able to streamline. And I think a lot of that had to do with it uh, having Anaros uh, be a central villain, basically. It gave everything a focal point yeah. to bounce off of. There's still some stuff that I know they're going to do. as a 
Well, I don't know if we know. I mean, because I know they they laid down the breadcrumbs. Well, because I, from what I understand from the books, um, the see the show wrapped up the first six books, but there's a massive time jump uh, sure. that takes place. So the last few books don't even really involve a lot of the characters. They're new characters well, in well, new what worlds. I was what I was gonna say was, um, whether or not they do they're able to do more shows. They definitely set up and there's enough stuff that was set up and not resolved at all in this season. Mm-hmm. That is definitely like, and has nothing to do with the central characters. The whole or, stuff through the gate, the, the, the gate, uh, the ring gate on that planet, everything that's going on that planet. I was like, okay, this is a whole, I want this more is a that. whole other yeah. show right here. <laughs> uh, Whatever the fuck that thing that that dude built on the satellite of the plane that seems to be built out of a proto uh, out of the proto molecule. Oh, the rev- the remnant of the the builders that ship that that ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the weird creatures who bring back that girl's brother yeah. from the dead, and he's a little he's all weird proto molecule. Uh, yeah, that whole side like. I was a little bit like, what are they doing with this? But they're definitely, it seemed like they're planting seeds for hopefully, you know, them to address the the And from what I've heard from them, they wanted to give people an idea of with what happened in season four. Sure, yeah. When they went on the planet and how that one drop of goop would... And how that just like wrecked, wreaked havoc in all of those old ancient yeah. uh, uh, structures. What would happen if there are still actual alien robots still alive? Right. And how they would be interacting with the humans slash Martians that are there. So, I mean, I don't mind that. I mean, it's a small snippet and it's just making me salivate sure. for more expanse. We need to pause for a second because we're running uh, low on battery. Okay, we're back. Just needed to take a quick <laughs> replace the batteries. Um, yeah, um, it's just I just love I it just can't wait, and I hope that they do. They're probably not going to do a new TV show, but maybe a mini series. A mini series. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, I, uh, I've heard rumors. I've read rumors of mini series and or like movie. That I mean, that would be a great send off yeah. for this series just to really explore the the builders these the these wormhole creatures sure. what it's all about um because i'm very curious about that and just going back on the human side of all of it in the yeah. expanse just it was just great and i didn't cry but just like realizing that hey despite all of the fucking shit all of the war you can't completely dehumanize the opposition. Yeah. And having Holden see the the son, you know, his his girlfriend's son there, having him just like not stop, you just like not kill him off because he does not want to be responsible, be the one to kill his I, girlfriend's I son. Went that was really back and forth on Philip. Uh as far as like it, you know, being super frustrated and kind of hating him to rooting for him uh 
kind of not caring whether he lives or dies. No, really? I definitely got to a point where I was like, I definitely like waffled back and forth from episode to episode where, whether I was just like, uh, whether I cared whether he, you know, made it, made the right decision because it looked for a little while like he just wasn't going to do it. Well, the thing is, what did you expect? Oh, certainly turn on the against the father that raised him when he knew for a fact his mother abandoned him. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like how who he can't just like turn his back on the man despite being a fucking monster. Yeah, he is his father. Yeah, you yeah. know, he, the him doing the right thing would would have taken a long time, and I'm glad that it I, took I, until I, uh, the very last episode. I, and I wasn't well, no, no, I, I. So I wasn't I was rude I wasn't necessarily rooting for him to like turn on his father at any point although there were a couple points where I was just like okay he's he's seen who his father really is but by us, that last episode I was I was like oh man that's a bummer but I was I was happy to see that he got out at the last he made the decision to leave at the last moment. I also just one of the things that this show does so well is giving you little mo like you have the main characters uh giving you little moments where small characters can have real moments like drummers other crewmates when they decide to leave like giving that the weight that it deserves uh, well, those aren't small characters. They aren't, because but, but but also th their connection to Drummer because they're her lovers. I mean, sure. as you said, they're polyamorous. They're her family members, and having them leave is just further isolating. Well, just is a huge contrast to what Naomi has. Yeah, she has everything, yeah. whereas Drummer has lost completely. Every, and she breaks down yeah. as a result when they finally come face to face after all this time where Naomi, da uh, where uh, um, uh, Kamina damn near hates and resents yeah. Naomi because at the end of the day, everything is all, all evens out for Naomi, whereas everything goes to shit for a drummer and I feel so terrible for her because yeah. you root for her she's doing oh, the right God. thing I... you know she loves her she loves the belt she loves her family she's doing the right thing but damn it she can't quit her friend and then she sacrifices so much yeah and she uh, it, and the toll that it takes on her it's I just love oh, also, that character I, so much so character I love I really love that the the you know, she gets, you know, finally, I won't, I won't, I don't want to say gets rewarded, but ba basically gets like, after losing so much, actually gets, you know. It's not a, I mean, it's not a good thing for her. Yeah. Because once again, she's just isolated, but it's a good thing for the belt because yeah. what I love was the fact that, um, why am I uh, Holden? Yeah, realizes even though he is the prototypical hero, yeah, he's an outsider. Yeah. And for unity to take place 
and healing to take place, it's the status quo cannot continue where it's just Mars and Earth just pigeonholing or just like shoving up and propping up their stooges. They I, need someone to fully and properly represent the belt to make sure that everyone is on e- even I, playing so, field. So just to come back to like small, small characters having just the dude who finally finds out that he lost his brother and the way he lost his brother is so fucking well this is i mean <laughs> like it's so because messed up. this the way, like what he find how he he finds out how he lost his brother is like the worst fucking thing. and you need that to f- push philip against his father or yeah. to break to actually see his father for who he is he was not going to see that if yeah. he never made the acquaintance of that guy and to see how his mother is right in all of this you know that you know if you are around your father that much you will lose a lot you know and and even like anaros like second in command like i grew to love her too because she's just like giving him shit when he like because she knows like i what i like about her, she sees her him character. for who he is i mean she's not she's not entranced by it you know yeah she's just like she's just like this is he's the leader but he's also he needs to be i like i think she she comes short of telling philip this but she essentially says like he needs to be managed <laughs> like he's our leader but he needs to be managed because I mean, what I liked about her is because she represents a fact that Anaros is not all evil. Yeah. Because he is a reflection of, he's a necessary evil because yeah. of the policies in, inputted by the Mars, Art Martians, and Earth. And the fact that he's, despite he's, him being evil, uh, a lot of people agree with him. Well, because well, well, he is their counter to the force of Earth and Mars. What, what I what I will say that I think is interesting is, uh, drummer is a Naros without the ego. I would say without as much of it because a Naros. I don't I don't think he's necessarily evil. I think he's so. He's he's like a a narcissist. Like he, uh, you could see that like. Yes, he's doing it for the belt, but he's really everything he's doing. He's really doing for himself, mm-hmm. and that's his biggest. He's but like, at the same time, Kamina has been around a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of egos yeah. with um, what's his name? Uh, the guy who uh who got shot um and from the space station. Yeah, he, um, his name. I know who you're talking yeah, about it. Two heads out. of the OPA. Yeah, yes. You know, she worked with them. She hated both of them. You know, and the last one who was assassinated by Anaros, you know, she kind of believed in him because he wanted to do well for the belt. So she saw all sides and yeah. she's learned from all of them and she knows that being at that I'm just having checking, egos checking in, on, checking in on him um, so in case he needs to go out. is not a good thing. And the fact that she managed Tycho, you know, yeah, while yeah. other people played politics, she was in the shit being bureaucratic, making sure people were fed, making sure work was getting done. Yeah. Um, she knows how to lead. I also just got fucking Kara G's. Just she got 
She's great. gorgeous. She is, but I'm she's sorry, got- but she, obviously she's gorgeous, but she is a phenomenal actor. Yeah, she's she and she got progressively better as the show. I mean, just like any show that's on long enough. I mean, we we saw this with Battlestar, like just people just getting into their characters and just becoming better actors as the show. No, I think she was always a great actor. It's the fact that the show realized that she was so popular because Mm. her character is an amalgamation of various characters in the books from what I've read. Sure. But because... And I don't think she was supposed to survive or live. I had read past, something like that, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that she, her performance was just so great, and people were take took a liking to what she was doing on the screen, they had to give her more and had to give her more. And the last two seasons have just been yeah. just superb of what she, her display of her acting ability. I also same thing with um um. Naomi, the the actor who played Naomi, she did a lot. Yeah. Oh, uh, especially last season. Last season, yeah. That was powerful. A lot of demanding a lot. Uh, small like filmmaking things when when they when they finally decide that you know Anaros needs to go. The not I always think it's a it's a smart choice depending on the actor and the scene. That if you're gonna have someone lose their shit and break down and cry, to either have it be silent or play music over it, uh, it's always a. I always think it's a better choice. It's it's rare. Wait, when's this? When when, when they finally decide, like they basically decide they're gonna destroy the ship that Anaros is on, and Philip is oh, also on. Okay, and yeah. she realized that she just made the decision to kill her own son. Yeah, essentially. Uh and she loses that little scene where she loses her shit like that like not having sound on that i always think that's that's like that's a better choice it's very rare that that if you actually have the sound of someone losing their shit and crying mm-hmm. for some reason like on screen it always it almost always doesn't work as well it's not as powerful uh i love i mean I love the fact that they keep mentioning uh, Alex. Yes, Alex I is that. is. We're not talking about the actor. We're talking about the character. Yes, is such was the glue in that family. Yeah, and obviously the beginning of this season six showed his. You know the fact that he wasn't there, just like kind of like allowed the family members to you know stray a little bit. Um, but the fact that he's still a fixture in yeah. that with his music, you know, Bobby mentioning his music and how she secretly loved it. Can, uh, that can was I just say, so touching. Especially in this last episode, I, I felt in this season um, and somewhat in previous seasons that like we didn't get enough Bobby. Uh, and she like you remember how much of a fucking badass yeah. she is i mean amos we know he's a but and just like the pairing of bobby yes. and amos especially in the state space station just they're they're the baddest killers yes in the entire show just dealing with each other and she just like telling him listen he may be stupid but at the end of the day you roll with a family because they have your back and you've got to have them and it's like only her would be able to like bring Amos back into the fold yeah. and get him to realize, hey, you know, 
James is a dumbass, but he's yeah. a good dumbass. He's a dumbass, but he's. I was gonna. What I was gonna say about Holden is, I love Holden because, yes, he's kind of a dumbass, but he's a dumbass because he's just. He so always wants to do the right thing. And it's ultimately why they kind and he's an outsider and it's why they want, you know, they give him that position. Uh, I wasn't totally expecting that he was going to throw it over back to drummer. And the fact that he would lie about it. Yes. Hence he learned from being around the president. Yes. That, uh, that was a little bit of surprise, but mostly, but only in that moment I I was like, Oh no, that fits with him too. That he's realized that in order to do the right thing. Well, I mean, no, he would have done the right thing. He yeah. would have just promoted it yeah. <laughs> for whole blast and, you know, making made it hard on himself. Uh, but the fact that he did it underhandedly. Uh, I love, I love, I love her. I mean, I always loved her, but just like, don't you fucking. Because <laughs> she, she knew it exactly. Like, yeah. as soon as he kept talking, she's just like, I love, I love that actress. I particularly love her as this character yes. just because she's like, I love the arc of their character through this season where she, everyone like, she be- changes. She becomes softer, but she's still like, I mean, as she said, she's not the same person that we saw in season one torturing yeah. Belters. I mean, yeah. Uh, obviously, Anaros forced her hand by crippling Earth, you know, yeah. and make, making realize that Earth is not as omnipotent and has to realize that they have to treat everyone, including the Belters, with more humanity. I, I mean, everyone changes. Yeah. Uh, look at, you know, Amos. Yeah. His relationship with um, Peaches. Yeah. Um, just the fact that he is now the one, the North Star. Uh, for I mean that's fucked up, but the yeah, North yeah, Star yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for Peaches really, really from Melba. Um, but you know you see growth, you know, um, in him, and it's like he's not all about killing people. He's about the family and looking out after. And oh my gosh, when she made the pin for him, that was fucking touching. Oh, that was so sweet. Uh, that shit like that. That's yes, what I love yeah, about yeah. that show, man. But but I also so. Like you know, obviously, I like I said, it's a short season. I was like I said, I, I was really impressed by how much they were able to do and finish. Like it didn't, as as far as stuff that might be in other show in another version of this show, or you know, stuff from more stuff from the books. They didn't necessarily. Obviously, they were planting seeds for that, so they're not going to resolve any of that. But I felt like as far as like this show I was you know that second to last episode I was just like I don't know how they're gonna wrap this all up in one episode and they wrapped it all up in one episode like I was I was actually really impressed by how efficiently and how well they closed out the loop on I mean there was like Like, no filler episodes I mean they couldn't afford to like have like a weird episode where they go off on a tangent everything Every, nothing was wasted. Yeah, you know, no money was wasted, no dialogue was wasted, no scenes were wasted. You know, everything had to be had to build up towards what was going to happen towards the end. Aside from the whole strange dogs revelations, yeah, yeah. which is breadcrumbs for uh, future possible 
shows or miniseries. But yeah, it was just like everything was enticing and I was like glued in for every single I, moment. I, I will also say like by the end, you know, obviously there's more I want to see of this world. But I don't feel like I need to see more of the characters. Yeah, I don't feel like I needed another season. Like I felt, I feel like that, like the way they closed out. I was just like, oh, they closed out. They, I felt like satisfied with all the yeah. characters. Like I was just like, I was just like, we're done. We yeah. and <laughs> they stuck the dismount, so yeah. to speak. Do you need the? Okay, so we need the. We need to do that. Is that why you're doing that? Okay. And uh, it's a little past my bedtime too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like this show, I mean, it ended well for me and this was the best possible ending I could yeah. have imagined because I so love, I love this, this series show. and I'm going to be, 2022 is my year where I devour the books because yeah, I'm going to start agree. reading them because yeah. I love this property uh, Especially because so there were some other shows that I loved so much that did not stick to dismount uh the magicians did not stick the the dismount um that was not surprising you yeah. knew that you knew that such good you lie to yourself the first three seasons were so fucking good <laughs> uh fourth season was good and then that the that last season so based on season? trends you expect that should have led you to believe it was. Well, well no, no, but 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 here's the thing. Usually, like, if the show is gonna end like by five or six, like they they've real, and it's just like, wow, you guys ran out the idea. It, you had a lot that you could have done, and you just didn't do it. Like, it, and this was just like, I felt like they really, they stuck the landing. They stuck the landing, and I'm really happy about it. Uh, yeah, and I want to read the books now. Okay. We, we watch the Expanse. Yes, watch the Expanse if you haven't yet. 